Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm here with Kaunda. We are ready to rock and roll, Kaunda. You good, man? I'm excellent. I'm glad the league has started. Cyrus, I'm happy. There's so much to be happy about. I mean, when we think about the fact that the NBA is back, the WNBA season is finished, and that was fantastic. Um, there's so much to go through. So we'll get straight into uh, the Post Up Podcast. But I'd like to start this whole thing off by saying, Please, thank you so much, everybody, for interacting with us, for listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, the numbers have been great, and we're really, really happy to be here presenting basketball to you in all of its forms. The WNBA is one of our favorite leagues. We have another show called WNBA Courtside, and on that we discuss all things WNBA. And I think, Kaunda, let's lay out what this episode is going to be about. We're going to start talking, all, uh, start off talking about the WNBA Finals, yep. how that went down, everything was spectacular mm -hmm. then we'll talk about the start of the nba season um and then we'll actually then go into five games that uh, anybody who is nba affiliated related interested in can uh, make sure they catch this weekend if you've got league pass make sure you fire that thing up if not you can always just purchase a game or watch it on your local broadcaster counter let's get into it let's mix it up All and right. uh, we're talking about mixing it up and we're talking about the WNBA Finals. The mm -hmm. Chicago Sky are the new WNBA champions. They were incredible this season. Not necessarily all the way through the regular season. They had like a 500 record. But uh -huh. when it came to the postseason, those ladies couldn't be stopped. Cyrus, you know, you know this, this, this speaks to uh, the difference between uh, you know, um, starting off hot mm -hmm. and peaking at the right time. Yeah. Because... Uh, I think it was Lee on, on our other show that mentioned that they hobbled their way through the regular season because yeah. they really looked as if they were an incomplete machine. Like there, there were issues here, gelling issues there, a couple of injuries here. But when it was time to peak, they peaked, Cyrus, and, yeah. and, and, and they were unstoppable. I mean, what, they survived two single elimination games in round one and round two? Then round three man. survived the best of five. Yeah, against the the top seeded uh, Connecticut Sun, right? Mm. Only to meet the much favored. Okay, people will say Diana Taurasi wasn't a hundred percent, but still, the Connecticut. I mean, the 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 the, the Phoenix the Mercury. Phoenix Mercury were the more fa favored team than them, and then they managed to really push them and win one. Like I think, Cyrus, I must bow down to your analysis because it is sometimes right, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. underlined, <laughs> bold. When you said. The difference makers winning that one game on the road. Yeah. A and that's exactly what they did. They, they, they went to Phoenix, won one on the road, and, and it was just about them stopping the Mercury when they came home, right? You, and that's you exactly hold home what they court, did. That's how these playoffs go. I mean, you know, when you've got a series, best of five in the WNBA, best of seven, your home games are crucial. You need to make sure you win those. But getting that one or two on the road, uh -huh. that's what makes you a champion. And the Chicago Sky really did that. I mean, you talked about the fact that they went all the way through from the first round, second round, all the way through to the semis and finals. And they were the lowest seed. Um, I suppose not necessarily the lowest seed within the rankings because, you know, you had lower seeds than them. But, you know, they, they were the sixth seed. I don't yep. think any other sixth seed has won a WNBA championship. Um, and especially not in this current format that they have it in with single elimination With single games. eliminations, yeah. So when you look at, like, the, the games that they had to, they had to win, taking out the Dallas Wings, and that was a very close game. Yeah, true, but uh, look, it's the Dallas Wings. Come I mean, on, don't be like that, man. You know, our girl Arike <laughs> Gumbawale is there, Satu Sabali is there. You know, they've got some players, but yeah. the fact that they, they, they did that, then you say, I mean, they went and they had to face the Minnesota uh, Lynx, 
Mm-hmm. And Minnesota have got some real gamers there, real hoopers. Yeah. Sylvia Fowles, um, you know, I'm a big fan of hers. Um, and, and a big fan of Sylvia Fowles, Cyrus. I, I think I, I, I miss the whole Sylvia Fowles, Maya Moore, you know, no, that era, that era, that, that era you know. That, that was something else. They, and, and Lindsay Whalen. Oh, Lindsay not, Whalen, not, yes. Not, Sorry, not respect not to Lindsay Whalen. But, Lindsay Whalen. But, but the thing was that then you see this this team that has Sil, uh, Sylvia Fowles and uh, and Afisa Collier, who I'm a massive fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they just didn't have enough for, for Chicago in another single elimination game. Absolutely. So when you get to the semis and, and Chicago then take care of, of Connecticut, you're like, okay, something special is happening here because that's the number one seed. Cyrus, it, it wasn't only the number one seed, right? This was the team that had the MVP. Yeah. The, most, impro- Jones. the most improved player. Yeah. <laughs> and coach of the year. And coach of the year. Cyrus, and they were pegged to to, to, to to take it all. Everybody thought like, this is the year for Connecticut. And they've come out guns blazing. They, they, they're taking out people. I mean, I mean, they, they, they just, I mean, it was theirs. I, w- yeah. I even, I think at one point predicted it was going to be a Connecticut uh meets uh, Phoenix or uh, Las Vegas, Vegas Aces yeah. uh, finals. And and then when the Chicago Sky took them out, Cyrus, I was like, wow. We were all shocked. We were all shocked. Talk about peaking. And and then it wasn't a single elimination you no, know, no. series. I, I mean, it, it, this was like the best of five, Cyrus, the semis. And they took them out. John Kel Jones, you know, I mean, that's one of my favorite players in the WNBA, yeah. Cyrus. John Kel Jones, she's in the paint. She's Basically unstoppable, unless you throw somebody like a Brittany well, Griner. Well, let's put it this way. They were stoppable. Well, this time the, 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 the team was, was stoppable. And, and they just have such, such great pieces at that squad, but it just wasn't happening. And I think that's one of the things that, that you see with teams like Connecticut, where sometimes when you're the favorite and you run away with it in the regular season, it becomes really tough. Um, in the playoffs because uh-huh. you, know, you can't just rest on what you did uh, in the regular season. Winning playoff games takes a little bit of a different strategy. Um, and John Kel Jones, they just they were able to neutralize her. You had Alyssa Thomas come back. She wasn't... Um, she wasn't uh, 100, uh, no. Exactly. Duana Bonner was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna Jones. Brianna Jones, and, most, improved uh, most improved player. So, you know, they had all of these pieces and they just couldn't keep up with the likes of Clea Copper, um, uh, Candace Parker, Ali Quigley, Courtney Vandersloot, who was... Courtney Vandersloot was insane in that semis run. Yep. She was insane. But let's talk about the finals quickly just to, to round that off. I mean, you had, like you say, a more fancied uh, Phoenix Mercury. Yep. Potentially, with as much firepower as one can get, looking as this almost odds-on favorites to win this thing, because mm-hmm. you had Skylar Diggins-Smith, you had Diana Taurasi, Brittany mm-hmm. Griner. Mm-hmm. But then they also had injuries to key players. And, and I think missing Kia Nurse in this was a massive blow for them. Absolutely, yeah. But when but when we look at, at the results from game one, mm-hmm. you saw that Chicago were really fired up. And game one was, was, was really the pace setter because Chicago won that 91-77. It was a proper blowout game. Yep. Copper had 21 points, Quigley had 18. And they just went on from there. The next one, game two, and if you remember this, Kounder, after game two, when the Mercury won 91-86, um, uh-huh. you were like, okay, I think this is it. The Mercury might be turning a corner. Yep. And I said to you, I think this is the biggest, this might be the biggest problem for the Mercury is that they've just gone through a tough season. They've got older players. It's been a long sort of playoffs. And now they've played an overtime game that they just won against the Chicago team. And then they have to go to Chicago. 
Mm-hmm. I, I remember saying to you, I think the series is done already. Yep. Though they lost that game, I thought Chicago had the, the beating of them. And, and then it proved to be right because the next game, game three, was a massive blowout, 26-pointer. I, I mean, uh, and this, in fact, my maths is really horrible here. I think that's 36 points, 86-50. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Copper went off with another 20-pointer. And then the closeout game, game four, the, this guy win that by six points. Could have been more really close game, really exciting game, actually. Um, but I think that the, the team that kept their wits about them better were the better champions at the end of it. And Candace Parker, I mean, geesh, she she really, she really willed this team over the line in that one. Yes, uh, Cyrus, there was a time I think the the, the the Mercury were up by as much as 14 points. Mm. And, 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 and some of the Chicago Sky um, team members, their shoulders started dropping a bit. And yeah. Candace Parker was like, no, guys. These guys are beatable. Let's just maintain composure, guys. Let's not. You, you could see it in their eyes, but but th- th- this is where I know I keep banging on the on the Candice Parker drum because yeah. I'm a fan, and you know she used to play for my what LA Sparks. What I'm a, a fan big boy. fan. I'm a fan man. I'm even bigger than a fanboy. <laughs> I'm a fan man. <laughs> Look at that fan man. <laughs> but but Cyrus, I I could just see it in her. She 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 was she was just umping them up and telling them we can take this come on because some people i could see some players were like okay let's just lose this one then we'll go and take the next one mm. in phoenix or whatever but candace parker was like no the time is now i'm yeah. at home we're on home court and we're taking it we're making history here and and, and cyrus he just started turning and and I, I, I think there was a bit of fatigue and tiredness on the Mercury side. I could see the, some sloppy plays, uh, mm. some crazy I mean, turnovers. Their late game execution was, was horrible. Horrendous, they, they, Cyrus. It was like three open layups. Yes. I, I think it was even more than that because if you count the second chance opportunities yeah, yeah, that they were missing uh, with, with the misses, it, it was just like, oh my word, this is just not their day. And then Chicago capitalized on that, Cyrus, because you know Chicago got that great transition game. Yeah. When they get like... If if Candice Parker's running down the lane and, and you've got Kalia Coppa also running down there, then you got Quigley and uh, and, and Vandersloot Van yeah. Cyrus. They run like that team bolts down <laughs> that hardwood. Yeah. So I could just see like uh, this is Chicago's day when when they just made that turn and started coming back. And it wasn't even like they were clawing it back. It was like a steady comeback. You know, they were yeah. going on nice runs. The Mercury hit a wall. They hit it bad, and Chicago just kept going at him, going at him until they they eventually got the win that they needed. Ali Quigley, uh, a Chicago girl herself, mm-hmm. was just sensational with her 26 points. Um, and Candace Parker, we can't f- forget that she had 16 points and 13 rebounds in that yep, game. Double, including double. Including five dishes. She she dished five assists in that. So, you know, Candace Parker really was the glue that made everything work. Because yep. James Wade, uh, for me, he was the jury was out on him as a, as a, as a coach because I yeah. always thought, but hang on, this is a weird decision. Why is he doing that? What, what's happening with this team? Why can't they get over the line? And now I realize that they were just one piece away. And Wade managed to just bring Candace Parker into that mix. Uh-huh. And it worked sensationally. One of my favorite things, though, and this will, will, will close out the WNBA discussion, was the fact that Diana Taurasi was at the Chicago Sky celebrations. Um, when the trophy celebrations, though not in person, the door that she kicked and broke at the arena. <laughs> that's some petty S- stuff. Cyrus, Chicago went w- and pulled that out of the arena and put it on, put it on stage. When you said, uh, you know, um, uh, the Mercury hit a wall, I was about to say, I think they hit a door. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Cyrus, uh, 
you know, sports stars are, are passionate, and and I'm not condoning bad behavior, but sometimes the the passion and the energy takes t- takes control of you, and, mm-hmm. and that's why some people. Uh, you know, scream out four-letter words and and do all kick sorts of doors things and kick break doors. their own hands on when they're hitting stuff. It yep. happens. I, I think I, I've seen LeBron James hit a board and break his hand in yeah. a certain finals when the Warriors were really handing it to the Cavs. So you know, it happens, Cyrus. What what can you say? I mean, they, I think they thought they had it in the bag, and and you know the. These are the twilight years for Juan Tarasi, and I thought mm. I thought to myself, she thought this could be my last fight, championship. Let, let 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 me go out on a high. Maybe had she won this one, had they won this one, she might have even she, retired, been an even bigger goat. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It'd have been now like like he goat, you know, like he man or she right? It'd be yeah. Now. She'd just be there, just tr- transforming into the ultimate goat. But hey, but I mean, and you say about the passion, they still went and, and skipped the media availability after that, you know. So, I mean, this they made up for it afterwards and they went and talked to the media when they felt a little calmer and what have you. Yeah. And the team got fined because of it. But um, it is what it is. Chicago won the WNBA uh, championship and uh, it was a story unlike any other. Their first championship win. Yep. Now, it's, it's about time Chicago started winning anything, but let's move it's on. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> let's move on to the NBA. So the season has just started, Counter, and um, I don't even know what word to use to describe the start of the season because wow is too short, mm-hmm. tremendous might be too long, but it's, it's everything in between and including those. What has your thoughts been so far in terms of how the season has started, um, and then we'll go into some of the team-by-team team performance stuff. Look, Cyrus, I, I like it. It started on a high. I think everybody's prepared. And, you know, like I always say, every season of any sporting code, it starts off with 0-0. Zero, zero. You've got zero yeah. losses, zero wins. So everybody starts with a clean slate. And I, and, I, and I think, although, you know, the first month or so, people always say teams are sizing up their competition and seeing w- w- what's going on, but... I'm seeing a lot of energy yeah. for, for for this stage, you know, for the first week, for the first couple of games, I'm seeing a lot of energy. I mean, I mean, if you look at the games we've watched so far, which we'll get into, there's a lot of energy being shown on that hardwood. And I love that because I, I don't I don't love slow starts. I don't like slow starts. Yeah. So I, I want people to get on with it. It's their job. And I love it. They, they, they're getting the job done. And that's what we saw. I mean, you know, when you look at the games, there's some really close ones, some really exciting matchups. Uh-huh. And one of the things that has stood out for me has been how instrumental some of the rookies have been in some of the teams. Because you yep. don't really see rookies playing um, a central role at teams that actually have something to lose. You mm-hmm. can tell who the bad teams are right from the beginning because of the composition of the rosters. Yeah. But somebody like... Um, Chris Duarte at at the Indiana Pacers, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. Mm-hmm. He just was, he was otherworldly. I don't know if I've seen a rookie debut quite like that. But <coughs> LeBron James. But anyway, yes, that was many ions ago. So you know, <laughs> we, we can discuss that kind of stuff. But I mean, you know, he, he's unheralded versus LeBron James, who was, you know, from birth. You, those he, he was the chosen one. Weren't the three wise men at at the hospital when he was born? No, there was uh, a fourth one. <laughs> Rufus. <laughs> nice. Whoever gets that reference, whoa, you showed your age. But if we look at the, the opening games, right? Yeah. You had the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Brooklyn Nets. And I mean, that re, um, recreation of last year's um, Eastern, Eastern Conference semifinal, yeah. Eastern oh, Conference semifinal matchup yeah. um, is a great one. The storylines, is you know, you couldn't write them. Kyrie Irving, not there because of his choices, but his teammates were. Mm-hmm. But Giannis was more there than them. 
I mean, Cyrus, uh, I think that was a statement game for the Milwaukee Bucks because what happens sometimes is after a team wins its championship, right? And especially mm. when they get the rings presented ring, to ring them. Ring night is a yeah. killer. R- ring night is always a problem because there's that euphoria. You just got your rings. And if you look at the rings, they go, woo. Yeah, Cyrus, I, I would have lost that game. I'm telling you now. I'm not sure I'm not <laughs> sure if you can actually even call that a ring anymore. I know. Because it's, it's, it's like a finger bracelet. <laughs> it's a ring, finger bracelet, pendant. <laughs> it's everything. Everything. And, and, and sometimes the team, you know, they're losting all that euphoria and, and, and they lose the game. But... Mm. What I saw in the Bucks was so, so a level of composure, especially from one Yanis Atatakumpo as well as Chris Middleton. I, I I could see them, you know, Drew Holiday. I could see that composure. That yes, we won, but we can run it back. Yeah, you know, I I, I saw that. That's the mentality that the, the the Milwaukee Bucks came back with. Is like we can run it back, and Giannis we're prepared. Was that. We're prepared to do that. Yanis was saying that even when they won the you know a couple of months back mm-hmm. at the podium, he was like. You know, this has been all I ever dreamed of. Yeah. And I want it again. You know, I mean, this guy is insatiable. Much like, oh, maybe we don't want to necessarily put insatiable. And yeah. and, 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 and uh, um, some players' names uh, in the same category. But the thing is that Giannis has a thirst and a hunger to win championships. And he's got his first one and he sees it as a first. And yeah. when we look at this game, there was very little difference statistically between Giannis's production and... Uh, Kevin Durant's production. They mm-hmm. both had 32 points. KD had 11 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Giannis had 14. KD had two blocks. Giannis had two blocks. But Giannis had seven assists, and I think KD had four. And then when you actually break down that box score a little bit more, yep. it was really interesting to see some of the parallels. Middleton had 20 points. Harden had 20 points. Middleton had nine rebounds. Harden had eight assists and eight rebounds. Pat Connaughton had 20 points. Patty Mills had 21 points. So there was very little to separate them except for one or two of the other players who managed to produce in those games. You know, like a Brook Lopez will come in with a couple of shots. Jordan Wara in particular for the Bucks was really good with 15 points. So, you know, I think there's going to be a, a really titanic tussle between those two teams as the season progresses. Yep. And potentially they might they might welcome Kyrie back if he changes his mind or some something happens. covid it gets taken away in the snap. I don't know. Look, Cyrus. Uh, I, but I, I think I'm going to love that matchup because obviously uh, due to schedule, they're going to meet each other four times, right? Mm. So this yeah, is one of four. Them. This is one of four, which is beautiful. And if they both make it to the postseason, they'll meet more than four times. Yeah. And and, and I think that that is the Eastern uh, Conference rivalry for me that I'm really going to be looking into because – I think that the biggest motivator for 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 Yanis for me is he doesn't want to have the same championships as Costas because you know he gets home and he's like yeah I'm a champ and then Costas is like I got one of those too man it's yeah. in my bedroom but then Thanasis is also and, like and I also got one I, I also got well Thanasis rides with Yanis so well, you know. if Yanis wins again <laughs> it's it's two for two but I think it's more the younger brother you know like, yeah Costas is like yeah been there, there. <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly. so that's the motivation for the second one is to yo the big brother got two so, yeah. so you respect yourself but but look in all seriousness i i love the the composure of of yanis i mean the last time the the the, the, the bucks won a championship i think uh kareem abdul jabbar was still called lou alcinda and he and he played yeah. there yeah and and that was it that was the whole historic um stuff around this one of the other things for me and and i think we'll have to move on to the other game um, is that when you look at Giannis, there are a lot of people talking about the fact that there's buzz about him being a favorite for the MVP award. Yep. 
and I can see it. I saw it last season, but you know, voter fatigue was like, nah, I don't think we'll we'll have um, that that sort of thing happen. But I do think one of the key things around what could happen in matchups is that Giannis will just always keep his eye focused on the ball, but Coach Bud might have something else to say about whether or not he's going to be an MVP by trying to rest him a little bit. Yeah, no, no. Look, Cyrus, I, I, I think that the same thing happens to the likes of Stephen Curry and and LeBron James. There, yeah. there is that vote of fatigue, and and I and I don't think that has there ever been a player who's gone back to back to back to back with with MVPs like in our father's generation, maybe in, uh, our, yeah. in our parents' generation. Like, yeah, Bill Russell, I think, went went four straight. Went four like straight. That, yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's a whole different time and era, right? But I think in in nowadays NBA, not to say that. Uh, back in the days, they, they weren't skilled, but they, they, there is such a big uh, skills pool right now, and people mm. are just pushing for that uh, MVP, uh, you know, caliber play and, and positioning. I mean, you, you even get youngsters like, what, what, what's his name again from the Miami Heat, who says he should be mentioned in the same Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero should be mentioned in the same conversations as Trey Young, Young and Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Yeah. <clears throat> I anyway. mean, he, he can be much in the same way that a full stop is at the end of a sentence, you know. <laughs> but but we'll see how that goes. I, I just think, though, when you look at it, and, and the MVP stuff is is something that I think we need to discuss on another on another show. But yeah. I think that, you know, they do talk about the fact that sometimes it's easier to go back to back and mm-hmm. then have a break and then win and another one. And then get one. another one, yeah. And I think that, you know, LeBron James has been testament to that, that he's done that in his career, as have a few other players. Um, but I think the MVP stuff we'll get to. Speaking of LeBron James, um, yeah, the Lakers-Warriors game was also an eye-opener. Yes. Um, like, I think you were berating me, um, you know, you're talking about the, you know, not necessarily giving the Warriors a lot of... of uh, Shall we say backing? Yep. Um, because, I mean, I Especially still don't know. Especially as a fan. Look, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with them. But that win um, at Staples Center was was really good. And there's something that I've mentioned for a few years now, and I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you remember this, that I've always said Steph Curry has an issue at Staples Center. He just does not perform at the level that he's known to, to perform at whenever he plays at Staples Center, specifically against the Lakers. Uh-huh. And... Yes, he he got a triple double in this game in that yep. win, the one one twenty one one fourteen win against uh, the Lakers. But he was like his his stats were all over the place. I think it was five of twenty from the field. No, that he didn't in terms two, of scoring. Two of, two of nine from it, three. Those were not Steph numbers. He, well, he, he was just lucky that uh, the Lakers are six and zero without Kyle Kuzma. Kyle <laughs> <laughs> Kuzma, the much derided but much needed m- uh, member. Yeah, Steph was five of twenty-one and two of eight. Um, look, the Lakers have got a lot to work on, and yep. this is also why the preseason and the lack of seeing all of the star players play a lot of time together was very. It was it, confusing. It was questionable and telling. Well, you definitely see these guys, but but this is also the other thing. LeBron James is not not scared of, of a slow start, right? No. I mean, isn't that uh, when you guys came? Well, you guys when he and the Cavs came back from three one down to win the championship in twenty sixteen. Yeah, you know he he's okay with 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 fighting from 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 the back. But I do think though that this kind of thing can also give confidence to other teams, especially rivals who might be trying to challenge for a championship. Mm-hmm. If the Warriors lost this game then we'd be talking about the fact that they haven't improved since last season when they were in the play-in game. 
Yeah. And now we're seeing the emergence of Jordan Poole. We're seeing the other role players they brought in, like uh, Nyamanya Bielitsa, yep. um, as well as uh, even the growth of Damian Lee, who, you know, I always call him Steph Curry's brother-in-law. Yeah, um, yeah, he is a basketball player in his own right, and he was pretty good. But even the return of Andre Iguodala, who had, I think, his highest points total since he left the Warriors. Absolutely. So, you know, when you look at it, this game was also a bit of a statement game for the, for, for the Dubs. To say, yeah, we can go on the road. You guys always want to see what's happening with the Lakers. We'll show you why you should be watching the Warriors. No, Cyrus, uh, like I, I said, I, I think in a previous podcast, like they, they, the Warriors shouldn't be overlooked. They mm. they definitely have potential, the potential to shock a, a lot of teams. And, and they didn't even have the, the other Splash brother because yeah. now I think I, I'm going to have to create the Splash triplets with, with Damian <laughs> Lee, <laughs> with, Steph with, Curry. With, with uh, Jordan Poole. Sorry, Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson because, I mean, th- there's talent there. And, and when Clay comes back, it's going to be a problem because, you, you know, like... We keep talking about, you know, Logo Steph. Yeah, he, he is the, the god of shooting from that range. But just if we're talking about the perimeter, mm. Clay Thompson mm. owns that perimeter. You know, he, he's just a catch and release guy. Sometimes I think he's on the phone. You just throw him the boys like, oh, okay, shoots, Boom. gets it and continues talking to Rocco. It's really <laughs> Rocco, his dog, who, who's always <laughs> cool. But the thing about Clay, and, and to your point, is that he holds certain three-point records that Steph doesn't hold. Yep. You know, with regards to volume and and, and how many he's made. And, and and he did beat Steph Curry in a three-point competition yeah, too. Yeah, there, there's that. There's that. Because <laughs> those count um, for regular season points. No, but, no, no. <laughs> those are just for locker room clout. But but that's exactly it. And and I think that we don't know what version of Clay Thompson we'll see come back. We hope right, it's yeah. a healthy Clay who's like 90 to 100% back. Mm-hmm. But it's more likely to be 75 70% clay, but his game was never predicated on him beating people with the, you know, via the dribble. No. So, you know, he, there's still a, a good chance that we'll see the best clay Thompson, though his lateral quickness and because he's such a good defender, yeah. that will be tested. And, and I hope that we, we see clay at his very best. Draymond seems to be back to his absolute nonsense when it comes to low point scorings because he only had six points in that game. Um, but we, we, we've buried the lead in this particular story. Um, and that's because, yes, the Warriors won, and I think we do need to respect positivity, mm-hmm. but the Lakers lost this game. Yes. Uh, I, I think that the, the Lakers, I mean, I mean, LeBron was present, Cyrus. I, yeah. can't, I, cannot, I, I cannot look down on, on LeBron's performance, especially looking at his age uh, as a factor, but, but obviously he takes good care of himself. But mm. you saw... He was sinking threes. He was blocking. He was five of eleven from three point range. He, I mean, that's that's an incredible forty five percent. Forty five percent. Forty five point five percent is that's stellar. There are players who are three point shooters generally who always they'd be like, man, if only I can get a forty percent. True, Cyrus. But but I was also looking at the other tangibles like blocking shots, mm. uh, grading rebounds, and, and stuff like that. Like 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 really good transition play. He was all right. I mean, he was great. Uh, Anthony Davis, I think he was the Anthony Davis I want to see. Mm. I, I, you know, I'm looking at the stars now. Melo did what I expect from Melo. Then came the... So, the, so what the, you're saying is vibes. Melo was there for vibes. He, he's he Mr. Vibes. Some he, vibes. He, he even got, uh, you know, an infringement by, by pump faking a free throw. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there. But, but that's Melo. Melo. He stays Melo, you know? Yeah. I, I, and, and I think from Melo, what they're looking for is that a catch and release guy, you know, from, from the corner or, or a couple of shots from the elbow. Melo is a vet. He, he's going to yeah. do what he needs to do. But 
if I if I may bring up another player who I mean it, it was a glaring disappointment was was Russell Westbrook and and I think I, I saw in his couple of games in the in the preseason where he had a lot of turnovers mm. and, and a lot of missed shots I think that carried into game one which which although LeBron and his teammates seemed to be downplaying and saying look it's only game one look Russ is too hard on himself yeah. but still uh, Russ is a premier point guard to me. I yep. consider him to be the, the premier, one of the premier point guards in the in the in the league at the moment, and I think that wasn't a good enough performance for me. The, the numbers he put up, and I, I mean, I know he plays with energy. The energy was there, but we also needed to translate to, you know, points. That's it. Your performance is more than just running up and down. Absolutely. And I mean, he had what eight points, mm-hmm. four assists, five rebounds. How many turnovers did he have? Four. The same as LeBron James. So, but 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 still, if you're not scoring thirty and you've got the same number of turnovers, the guy who's scoring thirty. Uh, look, I, I get, and, I get and, that. And his plus minus was twenty. Oh, minus twenty three. Twenty three. Look, yes. it was the worst of any player involved in this game. So, Cyrus. Uh, that, there you go, and and but I think it's something he can work on. I know no, a lot of definitely. people say, "Yeah, he didn't work at OKC. That's why KD left. Then he didn't work nah. at the Rockets. Then he went to the Wizards, and da 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 da." But I, I still believe Russell Westbrook can be a great contributor to to this squad, and it's going to show as the season progresses. Yeah, but I, uh, it wasn't a great performance. I agree team. with you. I, I'm not going to get down on Westbrook on this performance. I do think that I'm down on Westbrook at the, at the Lakers in general. Okay, but um, I think that's more stylistic in terms of how he gets used, what he does, all of that stuff. Because when they played Westbrook and Rondo on the court at the same time, made no sense to me at all. No, I I was on the phone with uh, Frank Vogel he didn't pick up but, but, <laughs> but I was calling LA I was like what is going on yeah. how are Rondo and Westbrook Westbrook at the shooting guard at the two I mean not not a look we've we've seen from him too often no I, mean, it, I, I didn't get it maybe I, I, I don't know sometimes coaches decisions they puzzle even me but, simple me but it's the first game of the season if he's gonna test things out why not now because yes, you you get the L in this one, but does that L really count for much if it's the the first game? It's, a, it's you know? the first one, but Cause, he, cause sometimes now, now he knows he's not going to be playing Rondo and 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 Westbrook for fourteen minutes straight. Cyrus, I, I think he should have picked that up when they were bouncing balls off each other's heads <laughs> in the preseason game. Yeah, no, look, <laughs> the, the fancy you, but, passes. But, but sometimes you think you can fix it, you know. And, and okay, maybe this is the game where you thought that was it. I do think Russ will perform way better than this. I mean, absolutely, eight points is just that's sub subpar for him. Um, maybe he was just a little too um, amped up for this game. Who knows? I do think though that um, we will see a better Westbrook. In, in the coming games, and he, they will need him. They'll need him to be at his best. So we had those two as the opening games. We're going to go through a selection of the other games here, and we have to start at Madison Square Garden, where the uh, Boston Celtics took on the home team, the New York Knicks, uh-huh. and that game was nuts. It was nuts. A double overtime game. The <laughs> Knicks win 138 to 134. Uh-huh. Everybody has lo- lost their minds. I don't even know if Stephen A. Smith has a voice this morning. But um, people were just losing it. And, and it was a really, really fascinating game because I think these kinds of teams are relatively evenly matched. Mm-hmm. We saw it in, in the score itself. But then you look at the box score and you're like, how even was this? Jalen Brown had 46 points. 46 points. But Cyrus, haven't you been talking about Jalen Brown as one of those guys who's going to emerge as a star? I thought Jalen Brown would be good. 
I've been putting my money on Jason Tatum and we'll talk about him too mm-hmm. because Tatum really underdelivered in this game. He had 20 points uh, and 11 rebounds with four uh, assists, but his numbers, he was 7 of 30 from the field, 2 of 15 from three-point range. Tatum was not at the races. And but, if he pitches up and scores a few more of those, this game isn't even close. Absolutely, Cyrus. But I, but I think I, I, when you're a coach, right, you, you also understand uh, that team in that I think T- Tatum and, and Brown now, they played together long enough to be a, a tandem now. When one doesn't show up, the other one pushes more. And I think this is what happened uh, in, in, in that game at Madison Square Garden. Jalen Brown could see that his boy was off. So what do you do? You push your numbers up and you push yourself that much mm. harder so that you make up for what's going on, you know, in your boy's world. You know, like, oh, yeah. Lord, my boy's bricking. He, he's making mansions tonight. So <laughs> I, I, I got to cover up. And, and I think for me, when I when I can't think of Jason Tatum without thinking of Jalen Brown yeah. by his side. They're, they're a duo. I mean, you know, this. well, they, they don't want to be Batman and Robin. It's Batman and Batman. Just two Batmans, yeah. But, but what's intriguing, though, is that you look at it from the Knicks' perspective, and uh-huh. that's where things have been really impressive. Because Julius Randle just kept on where he, he, he left off from last season. Um, 35 points in this game. He made some really, really big buckets. Yep. Um, he had nine assists as well and eight rebounds. So Randle was good. And then our African brother from North Africa via France, Ivan Fournier, with 32 points in his Madison Square Garden debut for the Knicks. He had told you. He had told he you. He did. Last he season did. when he moved. That, I mean, when I'm, he I'm, knew saying, he was I'm saying debut, but for this season. For this season, you know, yeah. He, no, he, season. he had said that he, he's going to take over New York. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> 32 points in, in, in a winning cause is always a good thing. No, and, it's always good. And Fournier is one of those players that we've, we've liked for a long time. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, getting out of Orlando, it's a real change of scenery for him. And he seems to be like, I'm just here to play ball and look at me. 32 points. I mean, 6 of 13 from three-point range, 13 of 25 from the field. You know, he was pretty good. Um, RJ Barrett with 19 points, also pretty good. And then you look at the likes of Obi Toppin, who I, I was surprised. He, he looks like he's shrugging every time he's on the court. It just looks like he's a, in a constant shrug. <laughs> but 14 points. I mean, so I, 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 I like the look of Obi Toppin. I, 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 from from last season. I mean, this is his uh, his sophomore season. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And he, I think he even took part in the in last uh, All Stars dunk contest. If, if my memory serves me well. Mm, now, yeah. you, now you now you you're testing my memory. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. I remember he did. But I, I've always liked the look of that youngster. He 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 he's got a nice lanky frame, if you will. That's why you say he looks like he's shrugging all the time. Yeah. And 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 I think he's he's loose when he's out there. He, he doesn't look like he has too many inhibitions. And he, not true. That, that's one thing I like about Obi Toppin. He 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 plays with a smile on his face. He reminds me of one of those players that just looks like he's enjoying what he's doing. Well, and I think he can only get better when his team's winning. He's definitely going to be smiling absolutely and Dennis Schroeder I mean we've been talking about the Celtics a lot and saying that Schroeder will be a a difference maker for them and and he came off the bench so you know when you look at that I think the Celtics won't be too down on themselves having lost this one Ime Odoka's first game as a a head coach coach, yeah uh, because they looked pretty good um, offensively defensively there were a lot of questions questionable but I do think that they you know they they are missing the likes of of Al Horford who didn't uh, didn't play in this one and Schroeder was good. He had 12 points. He had 8 assists. Marcus Smart had 15 points. He had 6 assists. But you need more from those guys in a game where you're trying to win. 
and especially down the stretch. I think that Tatum should get better. I do think that Schroeder, as he learns, his role will be better. And I think Marcus Smart will have as big an impact as he always has. So the Celtics shouldn't be too down on themselves in this particular one. Nah. Uh, did you enjoy the game, though? Absolutely. And I, and I believe Tatum will get better. Cyrus, you, you just don't understand. The boy's arms are swole right now. <laughs> they, are, they are real swole. <laughs> he has to get into those arms. You know, Those are new arms. <laughs> Hounder, those are new arms. The excuse-making has started, and you have made some excellent, excellent excuses. I'm telling you, just wait for him to, to get to used. To, to fill into the rest of his body, you'd be like, okay, now I understand now, how these vehicle moves. Yeah. Okay, well, two other games that I want to talk about um, in detail, but let's look at some of the other results. So, Kounder, when we're looking results-wise, Pacers yep. versus Hornets, that was a spectacular game. What did you think of that? No, Cyrus, that, that was a great matchup, and, 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 I, and, I, and I think Charlotte, Cyrus, I, I believe in, in Melo. I, I know sometimes we might look... Lamello. Yeah, Lamello, sorry. And I do believe in the other mellow as yes, well. Yes, yes. Uh, Carmelo. But 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 the, the little mellow, if I may call him that. Cyrus, look, um, the, the Charlotte Hornets are not the best team on the planet. Uh, I, mm. I, 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 I think we, we, we all know that. But I, but I think the addition of this young man, and I know sometimes we might look down on the Ball brothers because of all the noise their father makes yeah. on the sidelines and on other platforms. But 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 I think um, the, the the kind of team that will continue to make uh, postseason appearances, yeah, uh, or should do. Yeah, they they, they 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 won't make it that far because they're not the best team on uh, on the planet. But when they when when they play a team like a Pacers squad, I, I think they, they 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 fancy themselves winners in such matchups yeah. and could walk away with a victory. But then again, they sh they also shouldn't be underestimated when they play some of the big guys. Yeah, exactly. Be exactly. Be because, I mean, le le let's look at people like Terry Rozier. Who, mm, who, who was didn't a, even play. Who didn't even play. But when he gets time to play, because people always forget that he was a key piece for the Boston Celtics mm. when he was traded to mm. the, 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 the Hornets. The Hornets. And, 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 and for me... Uh, he 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 he's a great piece for them, and he will push them that much further because he has that. I think he has he has postseason temperament for me. Okay, I get you. I get you. He he's not scared of those bright lights, whereas yeah. other players might be a bit shaken. I I don't know what you thought. Look, I, I like Terry Rozier. I think that he's fantastic. Um, but I also think that uh, Lamelo Ball is somebody that we should be keeping an eye on because that guy is playing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as a sophomore, he's really looking good. His shot is terrible, though. I like it looks terrible, but it goes in. Could be a family you thing. Know. Oh no, it's definitely. <laughs> and, and, uh, Lavar's coaching. Where did it all go wrong? Uh, catch us on the thirty for thirty. But I do think that we got to watch them. Um, Gordon Hayward was pretty good. I like it when Gordon Hayward is fit because yeah. he's a good player, and and people have been down on him um, for a while. But one reason that I liked this was it was it was a very good game. The Pacers hit a brick wall and should have won it because they had a good lead and then just threw it away. Mm -hmm. But seeing the likes of Demantis Sabonis with his 33 points and 15 rebounds, you could see what what the Pacers are trying to do. They're still trying to make that twin twin centers thing um, work with Sabonis playing you know power forward. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about Malcolm Brogdon who I feel is being hugely underrated and frankly should have been somebody that the, the 76ers looked to trade for when this whole Ben Simmons thing started to become a problem because he's a good point guard. It's just that perhaps maybe the injury issues might be an issue, but 28 points, 11 assists, not bad. And then the youngster, the rookie, Chris Duarte, 
Mm-hmm. 27 points. He was 6 of 9 from 3-point range. 27 for a rookie. Wow. Madness. Absolute madness. I think they've got someone special there in, in Indiana. And Rick Carlisle is going to be licking his lips thinking, well, we've definitely got a winner that we could try and build our team around. Um, <laughs> okay. One or two others that I want to go through before we go into um, our, 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 a deep dive. The Sixers win against the Pelicans. Were you impressed or did you think, nah, I mean, there's not much from the Pelicans? Yeah, Cyrus, I mean, I mean, what do we expect from the Pelicans, really? Vibes. More vibes. vibes. Yes, more vibes. Brandon Ingram <laughs> vibes, Zion Williamson vibes, vibes, you know, like uh, that kind of thing. Cyrus, I, I'm actually even worried about one Zion Williamson. I, I, I worry more for his knees than anything. Uh, his knees I, say please yes Cyrus I, I, I know he, he's a high flyer he's still young the cartilage is still fresh but look uh, basketball any sport wears you down every year that you play mm-hmm. it right and, and I don't think it, 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 in um, it, 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 at the Pelicans in New Orleans they, they really have that much great talent if you will no they don't I mean uh, they, they also haven't the GM um, has just not done the, the job he's supposed to uh-huh. Um, because that roster just looks horrendous. They've also had coaching changes. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot that needs to be worked on in, 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 uh, in New Orleans. And, and I've got a soft spot for, I know, for, for Nola because I've been there. Because you've been there and you, you loved your experience there. But, 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 but di- didn't one of their vets retire as well? Um, I forget his name. He used to play... But anyway, his name has escaped me, but he, he retired last season and, and, and he was a key piece for them. But if you look at who they're playing against. No, I mean, this they're, is they're, the 76ers playing, team. They're, 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 this is the 76ers team. I know everybody has been focusing so much uh, on one Ben Simmons that they've forgotten that they've actually got some really good pieces there. Yeah. I mean, Joel Embiid still plays there. Tobias Harris still plays there. Yeah. I mean, I mean Seth Curry still plays there. Okay. And a lot of people forget that Yes, Ben Simmons was a number one pick and he's had his difficulties and he's sort of stealing the spotlight from the rest of the squad, like him and Doc Rivers going at it. But actually, that team is not a terrible team. No, they're not. And I think that's the thing is that they could be a super team Mm -hmm. if they got the right point guard who isn't Ben Simmons because that's clearly a problem. Okay, let's round off the show with the, the uh, the two games that I want to talk about, which is the Denver Nuggets taking on the Phoenix Suns and uh, then uh, the Sacramento Kings beating the Portland Trailblazers. No show would I ever have thought that I'd want to talk about the Kings beating the Blazers. But <laughs> let's start with that because the Kings impressed me, Kounder. They really impressed me. And I was looking at that game. I was watching it. They almost threw it away. And, and I mean that literally. Tyrese Halliburton chucked the... I mean, he just couldn't hold on to the ball later on. And, and uh, you know, the Trailblazers made hay. But... The Kings look good. They actually look good. And the other rookie um, from this draft class, uh, Davion Mitchell, has been central to them. He was in the closing lineup. He was out there guarding Dame. It was amazing to see. But Cyrus, think about it. Uh, Before this game, what was the Sacramento Kings' last game? The the preseason game. Um, the Lakers? Yes, they totally beat the Lakers, who are the one of the big favorite teams in the West, right? So they're coming into the regular season on a high. Listen, we can smoke the Lakers, and LeBron was there. 
Yeah. Uh, and LeBron was there, AD was there, Russell was there, all the bigs were there. Preseason is preseason, though. No, but, science, yeah, but yeah. momentum is momentum. These yeah. guys just came off smoking a good looking lake as well, as good as it looked on that like, night. Like a Cohiba. <laughs> they smoked them like that. But Cyrus, you, you know, I, I, and, and, and look, I know you're not the biggest Harrison Barnes uh, no, fan. You, you, know, your, you know I've got your, beef. your historical issues at the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> but, but, but he does show up when he needs to show up. 36 it, points, 9 rebounds. He, I mean, he was the lead on the night. But if you look at Jaron Fox, he's also beginning to widen out. I think he got a visit by some doctors that test if you've been using substances <laughs> that allow you to well, grow. You can't always be this scrawny guy. And yeah. so many of these guys grow into their bodies. And and De'Aaron Fox is really growing into his body. And, 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 and he remains at the moment, he's taken over from one John Wall who was once the fastest man on the hardwood. Mm. Now it's De'Aaron Fox. Tyrese Halliburton. Cyrus, that, that is a young man with a lot of of potential there's a bright future uh, for that kid if 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 he remains focused yeah. so uh Cyrus they've got pieces there at the uh, at, at, at the, the kings. at the kings that are really impressive and if you look at uh the the Portland Trailblazers right as as much as we love that squad from Oregon it's also been very unstable for many seasons. Yeah. There's been rumors of does Dame want to leave? Can CJ be part of a piece to go to to the 76ers yeah. if they if Portland want to take Ben Simmons' problems on board? You know, they're, 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 getting rid of Terry Stotts. Yeah, so there's been a whole lot of stuff there, and 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 I think. Look, th th this is time for for for, for teams like the the, the Kings, who I I'll never look down on them. Then. They're not the biggest what California team, but 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 look, they they fancy themselves against Dame and the Blazers, and this is what happens. I mean, it's a three point game, but still, a win is a win, right? It should have been more. They gave the the Blazers a couple more points towards the end, but uh -huh. CJ had thirty four points in this one, um, and he was pretty good. Um, you know, Dame only had twenty. He was he he was zero of nine from three point range. Ooh. I mean, that is not Dame Dollar. No, that, that is not Dame time. Dame sense. But, um, <laughs> and then, you know, Nurkic at least had 20 points. And then you had 14 from Norman Powell. But that's that's it. I mean, Anthony Simons, 11 points, not really much. And then when you look at the, the King side of it, you know, 36 from Harrison Barnes, 21 from Rashawn Holmes, 27 from, from Darren Fox, 17 from Buddy Heald. And then those, the other guys, like Halliburton, didn't really do much at all. He had two points uh, in 28 minutes. So, you know... It is one of those where you grow into it. I do think that Darren Fox will need to to sharpen up his his shooting because he mm. was nine of twenty two. Um, but but he, he's got field. Buddy Hill, so he, he's not too worried. Because well, as much as I didn't mention Buddy Hill, but that, that, that that's a killer from three mm, point range. No, he shoots. I mean, shoots. you 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 heard he was mentioned a lot in uh, some of these acquisitions that were going around potential acquisitions. Even yeah. the Lakers were rumored to be looking at him as coming Hield, in yeah. uh, as a shooting guard. So. Hey, look, I didn't mention him when I was looking at the squad, but Buddy Hill is a problem. He is, he is, and and I think the the Kings are really eager to uh, to try and stay on board when it comes to um, you know making the playoffs because I think they've got the record for longest um, drought uh, in the NBA. Um, but let's go to the last game, which is the Denver Nuggets taking on the Phoenix Suns. Um, we haven't even spoken about the games to look out for this weekend. Um, Denver beating. Phoenix by two points. That was one of those games where you just thought, okay, how the heck are the you know the the, the chips going to fall here? Who's going to win this one? And Denver were like, no, nah, we got this. Don't worry. 
You know, we, we've got a we've got we've got players who can make up the shortfall for when Jamal Murray's not there. Um, and what are your thoughts on what happened in that one? Look, Cyrus, um, I, I must admit, I'm one who's been looking down on the Nuggets since uh, Jamal Murray went out of commission. I'm thinking because he, he's such a key player, mm. and especially uh, like in the postseason, you've seen how. He's been people to him and, and, and Nikola Jokic have been really the the one-two punch that Denver has always yeah. carried. Now, now when 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 you look at a game like this and you look at what the Phoenix Suns were able to do, you know, last season, you're like, mm, you know, I, I I fancy the Suns in this one, but 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 the Denver Nuggets, I think, showed me that they shouldn't be looked down upon. Yeah, they, and, they, and, and and anybody who wears an NBA jersey should be respected. Definitely, especially but, if you're an MVP. But, Cyrus, didn't we mention that this could be a Michael Porter Jr. breakout season? So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised he put up those 15 points. Maybe he's showing us what's, what, what, what's to come. But then again, you look at Nikola Jokic, 27 points. Yep. Uh, Will Barton, you, you, you sing a lot of praises for this young man? I don't know if I sing his praises, but, you know, he's one of those where he's He's a bit underrated uh-huh. because he hasn't lived up to the expectations um, throughout his career. He's promised a lot and not necessarily delivered. But 20 points from him in this game is really good. I mean, if you look at it, Barton and Jokic are the only 20-point scorers in this contest. The yep. rest are in the, in the mid-teens. Yep. Um, and, and that is from both sides. So, you know, you'd expect more from DeAndre Ayton in the next game. I mean, Devin Booker only had 12 points in this one. Um, so the Suns should and could get better, yep. whereas I think the Nuggets were just showing they have a lot of talent in this roster and they can really go ahead and and show some teams this season that you know don't count us out. So counter to round off the show, yep. we're going to end off the show with games to watch this weekend. Um, can I make predictions when you mention the games? Yes, yes, yes. That's what we'll do. So um, <laughs> and we'll do it rapid fire. All right, let's early go. Saturday morning, one thirty a.m. Central African time. Nets versus 76ers. I got the Nets on that one. I don't care whether uh, Kyrie's not playing. I got the Nets. Okay. As much as five points. Maybe Ooh. even ten. Wow. Those are some big predictions. I do think the Nets will win that one. Um, I don't think that the 76ers will have enough to, to really have at them. So, yeah. Let's go. Both going Nets in that one. Okay. Yep. Next one. Also early on, on Saturday morning, 4 a.m. Central African time. Suns taking on the Lakers. Woo, revenge match. Mm-hmm. I think the Lakers will, will get the better of the Suns this time around. I, I, I love the Suns because they really impressed me with what they did last season. But I'm a Laker fan. Die hard. The Lakers have got this by five points because they're still working out kinks. So we're two for two here when uh, in agreement on things. I think the Lakers will win this one. I do think that this, this might be the game where Russ shows that he's not just there for Ronda to hit the ball against. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, this could be a really, really good one for them. Early Sunday morning, we've got one, a game at 1 a.m. Central African time, Heat versus Pacers. Your thoughts? Uh, I've got the Heat on this one. You you, you, you can't take away the, the doggedness of that squad. Uh, Pacers don't have it in them to beat the Heat. Yeah, I'm going with the, with the Heat. Okay. Um, wow. Might as well just ask myself what I think. Um, yeah, I think the Heat are definitely going to be the team to to watch in this one, and I think they're going to win it. So Heat to win that. Grizzlies versus Clippers, four thirty a.m. Grizzlies or Clippers? That's a toughie, Cyrus. Mm, if I was a betting, 
Nah, they don't have Kawhi. I give this one to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies will outwork them because the so Grizzlies are that hard. You're backing John Morant. Here's where we differ. I think the Clippers will take this one. I think that Paul George will be one of the guys who will do well. And um, I'm I'm backing the I'm backing the Clippers in that game based on Paul George. Based on Paul George, that's basically it. No one else. Clearly, you 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 don't know the history of Paul George. Well, we'll see whose history matters more. E- ever since he switched up the twenty-four for the thirteen, it ain't never been the same. But you let's mean move the on. The Paul George that led the Clippers to their first ever Western Conference Finals, and then <laughs> he did something they'd never done before. I mean, what more do you want him to do? Make okay. them win. Yeah, look, he just isn't that guy on his own. LeBron James needs Anthony Davis. He needed Kyrie. You gotta have backup. You gotta have backup. Okay, and then the last of the games is the NBA Sundays clash. Um, it's great time for us here in, in in Africa. 10 p.m. Central African time. It's the Hornets taking on the Nets. I do think I know where this one's going. I think this is going to be a Nets win because they've just got the firepower. But it could be fun because Lamelo Ball and the rest of those Hornets they might sting them. What do you think? No, 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 no. I think the net is definitely going to catch the Hornet <laughs> this time, Cyrus. I'm being cheesy as cheesy gets, but no. There is no way that the Hornet is going to going to beat the Nets. Even if Kevin Durant is playing a flu game, <laughs> they, they are winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, those, those are some great predictions, and we've come to the end of the podcast. But before we finish, I just want to let you know that we do have a new initiative coming up starting from next week's show. Um, so make sure you keep tuned in to um, the uh, this, this podcast, in particular the Post Up Podcast. We are on a lot of different platforms, from Google Pods all the way through to Iono. You'll find us on supersport.com, and that's where you'll be interacting with us. But make sure that you send us your messages on, on Instagram and on Twitter. We are at Post And Up. Facebook. Oh, yeah, we're on Facebook. We're heavy on Facebook, too. Um, at Post Up Podcast on, on Twitter, and uh, the same on Instagram, at Post Up Podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Calendar. And we'll see you again next time. Peace.